And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle. Lackluster Royal Rumbles, Nubby. Very, very uh, lackluster. No excitement whatsoever from it. Uh, Show-wise, as a whole, yeah, I agree. And, uh, and don't get me wrong, like, I, I, I was really happy with, like, the Men's Royal Rumble because there was no, like, you know, like, Legends Returns and stuff like that. There were some cool surprises. Uh, we got to see Edge come back and stuff like that. But, uh, I don't know. Just It, it seemed like it went by quick. Like, like I remember ta- messaging with Dally and shit, like, during the pay-per-view and how, like, both uh, Royal Rumbles seemed to have gone by really quick. Uh, but the Men's Royal Rumble was very lackluster. Very. A lot of, like, team-ups and stuff like that. I mean, it happened to women's, too, obviously. Saw Judgment Day teaming up, Sheamus and uh, uh, Drew McIntyre teaming up. Um, cool. Women's, a lot of botches. Men's, men's, too. Kofi botched. Actually, you know what? I think I did save an article from it. They talk about, like, the top five botches that happened at this uh, Royal Rumble. It's fucking insane. Let's see. I got that. Let's see here. So, uh, five botches that you may have missed in the Royal Rumble. Obviously, Kofi was the biggest one because he really doesn't mess up. And uh, I know I, it was cool that uh, Michael Cole tried to kind of save his, like, wait a minute, his foot's still hanging on the uh, chair. So, it gave you, like, the hope, like, maybe he wasn't really out-out, but he fucking definitely messed up. Kevin Owens, his botch in his match, uh, when he tried to do, like, that, Springboard, I'm guessing it was a moonsault he was going for. Yeah. Uh, the Uncle Howdy botch. Did you <laughs> see the video on that one? Mm-hmm. Completely missed that elbow drop. Uh, women's match, obviously, the countdown, the uh, number 30 countdown. They started playing the music. There's no buzzer, no countdown whatsoever. Uh, Nia Jax taking the uh, Riptide complete screw-up. The only positive, no surprise when it comes to Nia Jax. So the only positive that came out of that match is that I beat both you and Dally, Uh, so I take uh, the win on the first pay per view of twenty twenty three. So I I I messed up on that one for sure. I I should have went with Rhea because I think it was her time. Like I had that vibe when I started Mm -hmm. like going into the day. I didn't get to watch it Saturday. I watched it today. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Fucking Rhea's gonna fucking win it. Yeah, it came, it came down it came down to one match uh between both of you. Uh she picked Alexa over uh Bianca and you picked uh Bailey or Ronda over Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Uh I know this this I know that this rumble wasn't the greatest because I got everyone right. And if I can predict what's gonna happen, then obviously Daddy's not doing their shit. Uh, I did catch the press conference. So I don't know if you ever watched those uh, post pay per view uh, press uh, conferences or anything. 
it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, kind of seeing Rhea kind of step away from like the actual like gimmick a little bit. Kind of talk about how much it meant for her to win the Royal Rumble. Uh, Cody Rhodes came out and he actually uh, was mentioning a lot about working with because uh, one of the questions were asked like, how does it feel working with Triple H now compared to back then when you worked with Vince McMahon and everything? And he brought up the uh, the Throne Breaker thing and uh, the some of the small pot shots he was taking while he was in AEW. Uh, so it was pretty cool. Obviously, Triple H was out there. Uh, Bray Wyatt uh, was at the press conference too. So. Press conference was pretty cool. Uh, it was my first time I've ever seeing one of those, which was awesome. Uh, nothing really exciting, though, as far as the Daddy Royal Rumble. Like I said, there was a lot of slips and mess-ups and stuff like that. And uh, Biggest question is, uh, yeah, I guess I could ask you real quick, who do you think Rhea's going to pick, Charlotte Flair or uh, Bianca Belair? I guess technically she could choose the NXT Women's Championship, too, but I don't see that happening. I think it'll be Charlotte. See, I'm thinking Bianca. I mean, we saw Charlotte and, you know, Rhea at WrestleMania once. I don't want to see it again. Plus, I don't see her becoming SmackDown Women's Champion and then moving the entire group of Judgment Day over to SmackDown. That's true. I mean, yeah, I guess she can go for Bianca. We haven't really seen that. Yeah, so I think that would be pretty cool to see, you know, who she does decide. Obviously, uh... Cody doesn't really have a decision to make. Uh, he's going against Roman. Uh, the ending with uh, Sami Zayn was pretty cool. That was probably the best part of the whole Royal Rumble was that ending. Yeah. Um, but it does seem like uh, we're coming to the end of uh, the Bloodline storyline with Jay walking away, Sami being laid out and everything. So, But... Uh, other than that, uh, not, not a lot of stuff going on as far as uh, TV stuff. Uh, unless there's anything you want to add that I may have missed from the Royal Rumble. Uh, I, I kind of enjoyed the, the way um, they kind of worked us about Michelle McCool. How she was sitting in the crowd. That was kind of cool. Even though you kind of, you're sitting there like, Okay, she's there, but the Undertaker isn't. Mm-hmm. Normally, they're together. Yeah, and they should have. They should have sat him out there with her. Yeah, that now see that would have been great. That would have made that better. <clears throat> it was still cool. I don't get me wrong. I I enjoyed that. Her her expression was good. She played it off well. But it would have been much better if Taker was sitting there, because it could have meant for anybody, either one of them actually. Mm-hmm. How did you feel last week about the American Badass Undertaker being on Raw 30? I would have been okay with or without him, but, yeah. you know, it was cool to not see the dead man for once, but it was, you know, we didn't need that. We've seen it. American Badass coming back for a night is cool. So, and we haven't seen that since uh, that WrestleMania uh, with AJ, so I mean, I guess you can say it was more dead man, American badass. Well, the, well, the, he talked about uh, in that uh, dead man uh, documentary they did after he officially retired. He talked about the Undertaker that he was uh, against AJ Styles was a mix of uh, the dead man Undertaker, the American badass, and Mark Calloway. You know, like that trifecta or the Holy Trinity or whatever the fuck he called it. 
<clears throat> the unholy trinity or whatever of the three together. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've always been a huge fan of the American Badass Undertaker. I love biker gimmicks when Chuck Palumbo did it, when they had a DOA back in the nineties and shit like that. I, I've always been a huge fan of those gimmicks. Those, I think that's why I'm a huge fan of Max Holiday because to me it's very similar to like a biker gimmick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was the original theme song. Oh, that. God, that yeah, was yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah, so. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, no, nothing really else going on that, that I can think of. But So we're going to dive into indie wrestling, do some little uh, turtle indie talk here. Because we do got a lot to go over. We got, uh, what, two results shows and three upcoming shows we got to talk about. Yeah. Uh, plus, I'm going to respond to uh, the Power Hour from last week. Ooh. But before we do any of that, I remind all you guys that this episode is brought to you by CarterComics.com, one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has it all. You can go to CarterComics.com, fill up your cart on their website, or go to their eBay account and purchase anything from there. And use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save you 10% on your entire order of comics, whether it be from CarterComics.com's website or from their four different eBay accounts that they uh, kind of run and operate over there on eBay. So check them out. Uh, I'm not going to go into a long, drawn-out, goofy-ass fucking uh, uh, plug right now because we do got a lot to go through. So uh, plain and simple, discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, save 10%. Discount code, use it any time on any purchase. doesn't have to just be a one-time use. You use it over and over and over again. So CarterComics.com, proud sponsor of FreakNet Studios and Just Freaking Wrestling. Hell yeah. Uh, last week, uh, Steve had a lot of guests on the Power Hour. Uh, not just LIM, which was uh, advertised. <coughs> also, uh, I, I don't know if it's, I'm guessing it's documented, it's well known. The owner of uh, Rocket Pro Wrestling, Shelly. Uh, is his last name Shelly? Yeah, his name's Bill. First name Bill. And his wife's name's Shelly. Shelly, Shelly. Yes, okay. That's what I thought. That's why I was getting confused for a minute. Um, he he made an appearance on the Power Hour. Uh, gave a lot of praise to the to what Power Hour does for them. Which uh, congratulations, that's awesome. Uh, well deserved, Steve. Uh, Steve definitely uh, makes a presence for himself in the wrestling business, as well as uh, him giving uh, credit to C-Red on something C-Red told him a while back, which kind of motivated him to create what Rocket Pro Wrestling is. <clears throat> and obviously, Rion for being a talent in the uh, ring. And, uh, you know, even behind the scenes, I know he does a lot. I don't see it as often as probably anyone else who works with him sees it. But I do know he does a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. So... <clears throat> Excuse me. So credit's definitely uh, there for them. Uh, Damian Singh was on there making an announcement for an upcoming match at Rocket Pro Wrestling, uh, answering, I guess, some questions that were asked by both Steve and LIM. And then they get to a certain point in the show that you made known that I needed to pay attention to, and I, I did. And I listened to everyone on uh, the LIM group who was there, even the known, like, the I guess the newest member of LIM, who's no longer an honorable oose, if they want to rip off fucking Dirty E to be, do stupid shit or whatever, um, is now a full-fledged fucking oose, if you still want to stick to fucking Dirty E shit. Um, 
but out of the four LIM members, one person listens to our show. One person says that they listen to on and off. The other two mm-hmm. fucking didn't. So <clears throat> Steve uh, mentioned it, set me up for it. So now I can uh, do what I love doing. For uh, the LIM members out there who uh, don't listen to my show, you kindly fuck yourselves. And I will say that until you decide to listen to my show. And uh, that's the truth. I said it to teenagers a couple weekends ago. Nobody was saying right there. I said it. Said it to uh, the child of a pro wrestler because I don't give a fuck. (laughs) You don't listen to my show? Fuck yourselves. Now, the one guy does listen to the show, that, uh, I don't know, that Pat, whatever the fuck is that, Patman? What's his fucking name? He's Pat. That's all. We'll call him Pat. I don't remember the exact no, name. No, no, I mean, him, but... obviously he's relevant in some way. What's his fucking name? His name is Patrick. Pat, okay. Pat. We'll call him Pat. That's his name, Pat. Call him no, Pat. What, what the fuck did Steve call him? Like, P-something. P, I... Right, irrelevant. Like that whole fucking group. Stupid. Oh. Is, oh. No, but, no. No, you praised them last week. I didn't praise them last week. What did I say about them last week? You praised them compared to the Rocket Boys. Anyway. Anybody compared to the Rocket Boys is a fucking savior to this business. Because <laughs> the Rocket Boys, are they're a joke. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's awesome to have fans who react. C-Red said that on the show. That he loves LIM because they bring that excitement that C-Red loves to see in fans. And that's great. <clears throat> I know I'm not that kind of fan. I'm the fan that C-Red does not like. I'm the one who sits there and I watch it. Like, if I, like my, kind of, my kind of fandom, I guess, would be how New Japan is. Where they go over there and they watch the show. As they're actually watching, like, a play and a theater. Just enjoying it at the end. Fuck yeah. Way to go. Throw some claps up in the air and move on. But then you get like, go to Rocket Pro, which the fans get into. Every wrestling company I've been to, the fans get into the shows. I'm just not like that. I don't hoot and holler at every single fucking thing. Because I don't find every single fucking thing entertaining. <clears throat> if I find something entertaining, I clap, I cheer, I throw some shit out because that's what I do. Um, Rocket Boys, they just yell at everybody. I don't even think they even know what they're fucking yelling about. I think they just enjoy the fact that they're, they're fucking adolescent children who get to yell the word fuck just because they feel that they're at a wrestling show, they're entitled to do that. Because they probably can't do it while they're at home because their parents will probably spank them. But then you get LIM, there's a bunch of old fucking dudes who are just like, well... We're going to create a whole group because I want to be part of this fucking business. And hey, good for them. Way to get in there. Who cares? Such a deal. Fuck themselves. But here's the thing. I wouldn't say any of this if they just listened to the fucking show. Uh-huh. Because now, <clears throat> Pac-Man dude, whatever the fuck his name is, can now listen to this like he like he says he does because he listens every single week. That's what he said. He listens to every fucking show, and then the fucking uh, what's what's the other the 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 the, the kid, the fucking guy that has a stupid baby. What's his fucking name? I don't remember the name. Come on, you know the fucking names, man. You I don't remember. Hey, I watched. 
No, you know, don't don't act like you don't know who LIM I is. I know who LIM is. Okay, I don't so know what are their names? I don't know their names. Like, like you gotta know the fucking names, man. I I they praise the fuck out of you. You gotta know these people's names. They are just LIM together. I don't know them. In, in oh the god. Well, okay. So you got the okay. So okay. So Pac Man says he listens all the time. The the kid with the baby fucking says he listens once in a while. And then the two other idiots, they, they said they don't listen at all. And I wouldn't say any of this. They just listen to the show. But what's exciting about this, and I probably shouldn't say this because, you know, I would love the publicity of it all, but I'm going to say this because they're predictable. I know what they're like. That they're going to hear this and respond to it and try to get some kind of... Uh, um. Oh, the content out of it, if you will. And I encourage them to. Why the fuck not? I mean, I do that the power hour all the fucking time. <laughs> um, it's great that the business has fans like that. But they need to realize at the end of the fucking day, they're just fucking fans. They're really nobody to the fucking business. So I hate to burst their little fucking, you know, yay, we somebody fucking bubble, but they ain't. They pay their tickets, they sit in their seats, they cheer for who they want to, they boo who they want to and everything, and that's it. It's cool Steve gave them an opportunity to come on the show. You know, that's awesome. I do the same thing when I do the uh, the live streams for SCW. I allow fans to come on. I've had Nisa on the show on the live streams every single fucking time because I give them an opportunity to talk. Doesn't mean they're fucking anybody, though. Go on to fucking power. Look at us. I've been on power hour twice and I'm a fucking nobody. Now LAM wants to take it upon themselves to go hunt for fucking, um, I can't remember fucking names. Chet? Gunderson, yeah. Go on and hunt for fucking Gunderson. Like, like, it doesn't matter if that fucking dude comes back. You know, I mean, like, realistically, <clears throat> Rocket Pro doesn't need Gunderson back. They don't need Chet. They got fucking Damien Saint, who's running the show, crushing it month after month, bringing in fans month after month. You know, I thought maybe maybe Chet needed to be there to balance out all the complications, helping out, you know, some of the guys who are overlooked or maybe uh, treated badly. But then you sit there and think about it, it's like, well, Chet has no authority at Rocket Pro Wrestling because if Chet had authority at Rocket Pro Wrestling, Steve wouldn't have been standing for the last six months. Hmm. So might be true. <clears throat> so awesome Power Hour as always. There's gonna be another Power Hour tomorrow, I believe. Uh, what the next three episodes of the Power Hour, they're gonna do a Rion Appreciation Show. Uh, so, it's gonna be. Um appreciation of different people. I think oh. Rion's just the first one. Gotcha. So, uh, another thing that fucking C-Red said that uh, made me feel happy is that when they were talking about Southland Championship Wrestling, <clears throat> they mentioned the women's match. Not only that, the matches, the women's matches, and how it's rare to see two women's matches at an indie show. My idea. I booked that shit. So, C-Red, you're welcome. Because they both were entertaining matches. 
Um, I got the response, the answer that I needed. Uh, I guess not needed, but wanted from C Red. I know Steve kind of worded it wrong, saying that I was like demanding answers or that we were demanding answers from C Red, which I wasn't. I was just asking. I was just looking for a reason on why C Red came out and helped a guy that he kicked in the genitals almost a year ago. Uh, but I got my answer because C Red's a stand up guy, and I appreciate that. I love everybody over at the uh, Power Hour. Fucking C-Red, Steve, Rion, the girl. They're all awesome. So, I'd say her name, but I don't know what she goes by. It's like talking to fucking Mick Foley, but you're not sure who you're talking to. <laughs> you know, is it Russian Blue? Is it Cactus Rack? Because two weeks ago, every time, you know, Steve would say Russian Blue, or say Cactus Rack, he corrected himself to say Russian Blue. And then last week, he caught her cactus rack through the entire thing. So I really don't know. So, uh, Russian rack, cactus blue, right? It's got a good ring. Both of them has got a good ring to it. I know, because I'm fucking awesome. (laughs) No, uh, LIM, cool for 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 the business, not for a company. So, you know, just take a step back. And uh, listen to my show, unless you want to continue to fuck yourselves. It's So we have a moment here of uh, hold that thought. Um, we have other individuals who, who don't listen to the show, but one person of the group does. <laughs> but hold that thought, because okay. we will bring that up later. During Turtle Indie Talk. So wait, so are you are you implying that because one person in LIM listens and the other three don't, I shouldn't tell the entire group of LIM to fuck themselves? No, 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 no. You have every right. Because that's seventy that. that's seventy five percent of the group, Nubby. No, no, what I'm no, what I'm okay. I found out to yes there's out of three three different individuals, one listens to the show and the other two don't. But I will not mention that until we get into IPW results. Because that's when I found out. Gotcha. Was that was LIM at uh, IPW? No. Oh, idiots. Oh, well, uh, ain't that the pot calling the kettle black? 100%. <laughs> or was that, I had good reasons not to be there yesterday. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. I did. I did. Um, but that's neither that's neither uh, here nor there. Uh, yeah, but Turtle, if you're ready, let's uh, dive into uh, some independent wrestling. Uh, talk about uh, we got results of Crash Test of Wrestling from Saturday, IPW from Sunday, and then you mentioned that we got three shows to uh, talk about this coming week. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So uh, we'll start with Crash Test of Wrestling as we begin Turtle in the talk. Turtle Indie Talk. The official tit of JFW. Right. I should when I when I make your when I make your merchandise, I should just make a shirt that has just one boob on it. <laughs> Put right. Turtle Indie Talk in the middle of it, right <laughs> around the nipple. No, just just one random fucking boob. And if you're a fan <gasps> of the show, you'll totally understand what that is. <laughs> I'll just put the above it, the and then one boob. There maybe, you I'll go. Make, maybe I'll make that boob look like a shell. 
of a turtle. Hey. Right? That's not bad. Like a like a like a shell boob. Alright. Alright, you big boob. Talk to me about fucking <laughs> infant wrestling. <laughs> That's the first time I've been called that. Right. Well, it was, it was a long way from an idea I got for merchandise, so. Ah, perfect. Okay, cool. Uh, right. What's wrong with Crash Tested? Yeah, yeah, Wrestling. Uh, Crash, Crash, Crash Wrestling. <clears throat> Crash, Crash Tested Wrestling. Had a show, and it was called Ground Zero. Now, real quick, before you do begin, I want to interrupt you again. Uh, you're going to have to clarify this for me. Is this the first time? That we're going to talk about two shows in one weekend where you are on both match cards. This may not be the first. May not be, okay. Because I'm trying to remember, because obviously every, you're, you're typically on every IPW. Mm-hmm. Typically. Um, and usually you are involved somewhere in IPW, at least since sometime last fall or last summer when you kind of went over there and you uh, you hand-delivered a title for them. Uh, but I'm trying to remember if we've ever had a moment where we talked about one show that you were booked to wrestle on, and then the next one we talk about is also a show that you were booked to wrestle on. Um, actually, there might have been a few since we started with mm-hmm. me on JFW, but I know one for sure back in November when okay. we had Crash, Crash Givings crash tested wrestling and then ipw was the next day okay was crash tested with crash giving that was that gauntlet match right yeah okay cool cool i'm on board that's what i'm check because uh this, this is exciting because uh three of the five shows we're going to talk about you're involved in in some way match wise at least right it should be should be i think out. so well i guess we will there's only one that's way to find will. out Yes, we will. I have to talk about it. Duh. All right. All right. Crash Tested Wrestling had their show called Ground Zero this past Saturday at their new location. Let me just say this location is pretty cool. It's a giant, um, I want to say a rec center, but it also has big little, I want a bunch of little rooms, but they're decently sized, I should say. Okay. Definitely bigger than what that uh, than the place we were just at in um, Hobart. Definitely way big. All right. Um, the show started out with a Jay Briscoe tribute. I, we felt like it was the right thing to do. Um, I, I think I honestly I think every independent company should recognize that. You know, yeah. regardless of how far out, but within the month at least, I think everyone should recognize that because I mean it's. This isn't a guy who went to, like, WWE and, like, made a name for himself there. He made a name for himself in independent wrestling, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, when you look at it, like, the, the highest echelon he reached was, what, AEW. Right. You know? And that was only for a brief period of time, unfortunately. So, I mean, when you think about it, like, he was, he was independent, you know? Yeah. Independent wrestling lost a talent. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, it sucked, like, for example, like an Eddie Guerrero passing and stuff like that, an active wrestler in Diddy's, any any wrestler, anybody sucks losing. Mm-hmm. But I think Jay Briscoe impacts independent wrestling more than, you know, when Eddie Guerrero was to pass away and he was a Diddy guy. So I think when it comes down to those passing away, 
I think every independent wrestling, at least, you know, till, you know, the next couple of weeks should have some kind of remembrance of them. Yeah. All right. Um, first match, uh, D'Angelo Steele took on Michael Pierce. Um, D'Angelo Steele got the win. It was only after the, uh, the match, uh, John Francis attacked Steele after the bell and, um, but it was eventually broken up by the referees. Um, we're right, right off the bat, we're getting a brawl because of what happened at a previous event. John Francis and D'Angelo Steele have a bit of a, a thing now and going, we'll hopefully we'll see a singles match in the near future. Um, Lethal Lottery is still going on. Um, I believe we got one more set of first round matches. I believe that's what I heard. Um, <clears throat> this past Saturday, we had officially three of them. Um, the first one ended up being, um, Eric Schultz, your favorite lawyer. God, this, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think I like the suspenders more than I like the guy. <laughs> So what if I wore those suspenders? Would you like me more then? Or I don't know if I could like you more, Nubby. I'm just I'm at that I'm at the level where I can't go no higher. Is that what it is? Like your height, you peaked, bro. I peaked. Okay. Yeah. There's like there's a salary cap on your value for me, and you've reached it. That seems and I guess it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> take it, take it for what you want, bro. Uh, I, I I do like Schultz. I think Schultz is a great competitor. I think he's a great wrestler. I think he dresses very nicely. But ever since he came into SCW as a general manager of High Voltage, uh, I just had to deal with more legality bullshit. Like I know they're trying to find loopholes to get themselves into fucking like you know high-voltage championship opportunities and stuff. And luckily, a lot of the stuff that we have in place kind of prevents them from, like, nudging themselves into it. Uh, but, yeah, between him and Freiburg, it's just one headache after another. Which I guess I guess there is something we can mention towards the end of the show. I'm going to wait till the very end. Because, uh, obviously, SCW's not happening for a couple more weeks, so we're not going to talk about that match card right away. But there is an announcement for that show that we couldn't make tonight because it's a very near and dear proud moment for me. So, but that's going to be towards the end of the show. Mm. All right. Well, Eric Schultz took on, on a rookie newcomer, uh, Jared Estrada and uh, Eric Schultz won. Mm. Now let me rem- just remind everybody that this lethal lottery is hand picked out of a hat by the fans. So no, none of these individuals know that they're facing each other. Eric Schultz went out to that ring, and he didn't know who his opponent was. It could have been anybody. Yeah. Uh, so, again, Eric Schultz took the win, and he advances into the second round of the lethal lottery. Um, what, do you, what do you know about his opponent? You say that he's a rookie. Um, he's not well-known. He's got a bit green. But... He did um, give Schultz a run for his money. Came close he, to winning. Where is he training out of? Um, if I heard the conversation correctly, or as I was part of it anyway, um, he came from Project Revolution Wrestling. Okay. So, 
Um, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I was just curious. I mean, obviously, you know, we're looking for the future of uh, independent wrestling. And, yeah. Yeah. It's always interesting uh, yeah. to hear about the new people. I mean, that's why I took a, a big shine to fucking Muggsy James and the Bro Bros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say Here. you, but uh, you're old. I know I'm old. I'm old and bald. Yeah, right. The workhorses keep on telling me. That's right. Yeah, but I mean, come on now. Look at the workhorses. Hold on. Oh. Okay. Just, Mouth just breakers. wait till we get, wait till we start talking about them later. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Jared Estrada is a big guy, actually. Um, he just, you know, like, come on, it's Eric Schultz, Cameron was out there. He, there was no chance of Jared winning with uh, the help of Cameron. So, mm-hmm. and you, and you know, Schultz is a dirty lawyer. All right. Um, next lethal lottery match. First one to get to the ring was yours truly, Amazing Turtle. Yeah, you had a tough fucking opponent, though, bro. I did. My right. opponent ended up being Mike Strong. Right. I was, when I when I saw him coming out, heard his name, I'm like, shit. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think I've seen Mike Strong wrestle. I know at least once in Southland Championship Wrestling. I don't think he was at the IPW show I was at though. No. So I've only seen him wrestle once, and yeah, he's he's a powerhouse dude. He's not he's not a huge dude, but he's a powerhouse fucking dude. Yeah, want to know how uh, t- powerful he is? I do. I'll tell you. So he had me in a waist lock. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, pick me up. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd that feel? Um, you ever? Okay, so you've been to Six Flags, right? Yes. You've been on the uh, giant drop, right? No, I'm too big no. for that shit. They won't let oh, me on yeah. shit like that. Um, well, imagine you're on the giant drop and the thing is going up, mm-hmm. and you're you're like you feel like you're super light, right? Yeah. Well, for the first time in my life, I felt like I was super light because <laughs> Mike Strong picked me up, and I felt a pretty high in the air, and even though he's my height. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still felt like I was up there for a while and really high, but when I came down, I came down crashing hard. I anticipated on him um, turning me a little bit, but no, he just picked me up and then dropped me down and I landed right on my ribs. I gotcha. But eventually uh, you, you, you picked up the victory and it was a good no, day. For- no, no. Unfortunately, I lost this match, so I will not be advancing into the tournament. How long is the tournament supposed to be going for? Um, timeline wise, it could end January of next year. Oh wow, okay. Well, with us doing every other month, it, yeah. it'll end a little later. I get that. Um, so yeah, uh, Mike Strong is a strong dude. Um, it wasn't a fast-paced match, which was a good thing. We we mostly uh, amateur wrestled a bit. Uh-huh. We also made Rion's skills laugh his ass off a, a little bit. Um, I had a bit of an issue on my shell where I couldn't get up, but Strong was trying to actually force me on my shell after a minute. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't letting him, but I still struggled. Um, eventually, we fought each other really well. Um, we forearm chops. I even pulled out a little uh, maneuver. Um, went for He went for a hip toss. 
I blocked it, and I went between his legs and uh, fireman's carry. I was almost going to flip into a pin, but I just couldn't get my ass over, so I just uh, went for a pin. But, yeah, uh, Mike Strong was the better, you know, and competitor in this match. He beat me with a spear. Got me right where he hurt me in the beginning of the match, so I wasn't about to get back up. So, Mike Strong, congratulations on the win. Much respect to him. No no beef. Um, yeah, but he advances. So who knows who, who he's got next. Um, next match is the Chris Miller gauntlet. Is this, uh, real, real quick, is this a uh, tournament bracket posted anywhere? No. It, oh. You would think it would be, but um, maybe I'll have to talk to somebody about that. Ooh, maybe, hey, maybe, uh, maybe general we'll... manager, Steve uh, Marin, you are the commissioner GM guy. You should post a bracket. Maybe we'll make the bracket. Now I gotta remember who's all in it now. Well, that could be your job. I, cause I, I, I have the ability to make brackets. I have this template that I got offline for when I was doing something over on this freaking show for, uh, uh, some kind of presidential bracket on who the best president ever was. Uh, spoiler alert, it was Lincoln. Um, but I got the template. All we do is type names into it and fucking just uh, create the bracket. That way somebody has something to look at as they go forward. I will do that. For Steve, because after after SCW, I felt like we bonded a little bit. And sure, a lot of it had to do with us poking fun at the fucking kids sitting between us, Captain Lou Al bullshit. But uh, I feel like our bond really, uh, really, really, really grew there, especially with our uh, displeasement for Aaron Xavier following what he did. But uh, you got your notes there. Make a note. Uh, we'll make a crash test bracket. You just have to go back and find out what matches happened and who advanced and everything and all that good stuff. You would I think mean, it would be my notes from before, but I don't know where they went. Oh, wait. Uh, I was throwing I was throwing those notes out. We were. Oh, yeah, good times. <laughs> well, how many people are supposed to be in this? How many, how many first-round matches are there supposed to be? Good question. Okay, this is, this is, this is, this is something I find out. Uh, GM, help us out. Tell us tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, send us some messages. And I'll make sure the show goes out exactly on time like it's supposed to and not fuck up like how what happened last week. I found out what happened, by the way. What happened? Um, I, I, I set it all up on Podbean. I did the show notes and all that, made the title and everything, scheduled it to be put out. I never attached the job or the show to the fucking post. So it released at 5 a.m., but there was no show to release with it. Show notes and everything there and everything was good. I just never attached the fucking show to it. So... 100 percent on me. I did everything right, but the one important fucking thing. So perfect. But I'll make All sure right. it's up there so Steve can fucking watch it as he eats his half a grapefruit and fucking juice in the morning. I'm assuming he eats. Steve perfect. looks like a half a grapefruit breakfast kind of guy. <laughs> All right. Um. Next match, uh, Chris Miller was in his gauntlet, the High Society gauntlet. I remember of high society has to go through this gauntlet no matter what. So um so Eric Schultz was first. Uh he lost his. So Chris Miller's next. So I can assume that Nick Diamond will be next. And don't forget we still got Cody James. He still has to go through his and Cameron. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that because it's as of right now, it's still official. I am in that gauntlet along with Steve. As of right now. 
card subject change. Um, Chris Miller did not succeed in his gauntlet. Um, the first two matches he had, um, first was John Francis, who obviously got distracted by D'Angelo Steele, retaliation from earlier in the, um, in the event. Mm-hmm. Um, then Chris Miller defeated with no problem against Sean Danger. Obviously. Um, but he could not beat Jay Thunder. Jay Thunder beat him in the third round of the gauntlet. Well, Miller's a tough dude, man. I'm surprised he made it that far. Yeah. And Jay Thunder. Go on. I was just disappointed I wasn't in it. Well, you you don't want to face Miller, man. Come on now. I've been wanting a one-on-one match with him for so long. I get that, but dude's such a powerhouse, and you just got done facing Mike Strong. You know, why put yourself through all that heartache? Come on now. Come on now. Come well, on. I, wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to face both of them in one day. That's what I'm saying, right? If you were a fresh fucking turtle, hell yeah. I think you, hell yeah. I think you could hold your own. But, I mean, come on. Now. You just got fucking done facing Mike Strong, and you're thinking, like, man, you know what I would love to do? I'd love to be in a gauntlet match after doing that. That'd be awesome. No. Have your one match, no, no. then recuperate. Because you had IPW the next day, too. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, get, I get that you want to get in the ring and wrestle, Nubby, but don't put your health in the line. You know, come on now. Yeah. Speaking of health, um, in the next lottery match, the final lottery match of the night. Nick mm-hmm. Diamond, chasing Destiny champion, took on the returning Fallout Ace Bradley. You are familiar with Ace Bradley. Am I supposed to be? Or is that you ask me because the name doesn't ring a bell? You remember the plague? Nope. You don't remember the plague in SCW? Ah, uh, that was during my uh, hiatus. So you oh. don't don't remember them basically assaulting Little Hunter? Who hasn't assaulted Little Fucking Hunter, man? Come on now. No, I remember hearing about it because I know I ended up being like a uh, basically a fucking uh, night breed reunion to face uh, the plague. I just wasn't there during that time. Okay. Well, then, uh, um, well, yeah, Ace Bradley uh, is back in crash-tested wrestling. He was unannounced. Um, he was not, uh, he never even shared the flyer for the show. Mm-hmm. He was a top secret. Um, obviously, this was uh, Jed Williams' doing because he's trying to take out high society, and uh, and this is the best way to do it. We just had Bow. A BLW back in November, and now we got Ace Bradley. So this could be, you know, the reuniting of the plague. But will that be for sure? Could this just be one night? Well, actually, it won't be just one night for Ace Bradley because he defeated Nick Diamond. So we ended Nick Diamond's streak. Obviously, the title wasn't on the line, so he's still the champion. But Nick Diamond is no longer on a winning streak due to Ace Bradley beating him. And he, Ace Bradley beat him so bad that Nick Diamond bit his own tongue and a piece of his tongue went in his beard. Ah, so gross. 
It is. Poor guy. Uh, um, Renee Van Peebles took on Vega Venom. This went to a double countout. They oh, both wow. beat the crap out of each other in and out of the ring, and they just couldn't get back in the ring. And they actually fought back to the uh, through the curtain too, pretty much. And then the main event. It was. For the heavyweight championship, Miles Mercer, the champion, taking on Marche Rocket. Marche Rocket wins. Unfortunately, it was by disqualification because Miles Mercer decided to slap the referee. Intentionally? Yes. Like, just like, oh, fuck yeah. What was he read during all this? He was not in the house. He unfortunately had other obligations no, I mean, to attend to. That's, I mean, hey, man, it's, I mean, I wouldn't want to be uh, in the middle of that ARC versus Soul Toucher fucking situation, anyways. Yeah, I mean, um, so the referee actually let some things go in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, when Marche Rocket had the win, um, it was, it was Renee Van Peebles that. Literally got in the ring and hit Marche, but the referee let it go. And now, in normal fashion, it should have been a disqualification there. Yeah. But ref wasn't going to have that. But Miles Mercer saw his plan wasn't working, so he went with plan B and slapped the referee himself, and that's when the disqualification happened. God, so pathetic. The ARC is pretty pathetic, aren't they? I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like they kind of cheated the, you know, the uh, the fans out of a great match. Well, Marche said he's not done with them. Oh, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd believe that 100%. I think he would definitely, uh, you know, want some kind of uh, retribution for that. Definitely. Because, you know, it's one thing, and I, I don't know Marche as well as other people do. But from seeing him over the years, if you were to beat him clean in the ring, I think he kind of let that go a little bit more than, you know, just basically stealing his opportunity to become champion. It's true. Yeah. All day. All day, all day. Yep. All right. So that was Chris Assisted Wrestling. Um, they return March 25th for Lucked Out, which features the... Rumble, which is the Heaven Through Hell match. And we will talk about what Heaven Through Hell means when we come to it. So, so <laughs> we'll the, see you in March. <laughs> so the venue the venue that they're at now, is that going to be their new home venue going forward? Yes. Awesome. Good for them. The part, There's a lot of parking. And I think there's a Wendy's nearby too, so that's good. Oh, Wendy's! A lot of a lot of places that you can eat before the show if you don't want concessions. They got nachos. Uh, I don't know if they had nachos this time. How the fuck did you not have nachos? I don't know if they did. I wasn't paying attention to anything. That was that was, that was the one thing. That was the one thing I was slightly disappointed about when it came to IPW is it didn't have nachos at the concessions. 
Um, they did have like hot dogs and they had walking tacos, which is weird to me because like I grew up with a uh, walking taco. You know, have you ever had walking tacos, Nubby? Yeah, yeah. Let me ask, let me ask your opinion. You make a walking taco. What are you using? What kind of chip? Fritos. 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 Okay, perfect. I don't get these fucking weirdos that want to use Doritos. I am a corn it, chip. It was. You know, it, it was always Fritos in my eyes. Like always. even in high school, I saw that shit. Always Fritos. I always thought it was when I first saw that. I always thought it was weird that they'd be grabbing their Fritos and having the lunch lady throw cheese in it. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And then I had it before, and I'm like, oh, not bad. I don't like my hands getting all fucking gooey, but it works, I guess. The first time I had a walk-in taco was at the Matson Fest when I was working there with a buddy of mine because his mom was part of the park district. And I saw the thing, and it was like, it was like Frito walking taco. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? In my mind, I'm thinking that they had, tor- they had taco shells made out of fucking Fritos. But no, it's just a bag of Fritos with meat, cheese, sour cream, jalapenos and shit in it. I'm like, that's fucking, that's heaven right there. I fucking loved it. And then I started seeing this whole new generation of people making walking tacos out of Doritos because fucking Taco Bell has Dorito tacos. Like, that's a fucking thing. Ooh, that's my topic for this week on this freaking show. Two birds, one stone. (laughs) Anyways. Crash test is coming out. You said March 25th. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll look at that match card uh, at that point. Yes. Let's uh, let's hit up uh, IPW because I am disappointed I didn't miss this show. Um, I didn't miss it because of anything severe. Uh, my back went out. Um, Friday when I got home from work, I slipped, and uh, I just couldn't fucking walk. Mm. I felt, uh, I felt shit because, like, the entire fucking morning, I was like, I want to get some stretches done. I took some ibuprofen. I just want to be able to get... I just... I, I couldn't fucking do it. I almost even go to fucking work today because I just didn't fucking want... But I don't want to burn all my sick days and vacation days in January. So I was really disappointed because I know this match card was fucking solid. Uh, especially, you know, like I said, I'm a huge fan of Muggsy and uh, the Bro Bros. And I know they're going to be in the same match uh, at this show. Plus, uh, fucking Max Holiday is going to be there taking on... Uh, Backwoods Brown. Backwoods Brown and all that stuff. So we'll go through the results and everything. But I was really disappointed I didn't make it. If I if I knew I could sit there the entire time without being uncomfortable, I fucking would. But I know one of several things were going to happen. I know that I was going to sit there and become uncomfortable because I couldn't fucking sit normally uh, for that long period of time. And also, I know Steve wouldn't just leave me alone to enjoy myself. And he started doing some Facebook Live commentary thing, which is awesome. I'm glad it was fun to do it, but it's just like I just I just I don't want to be on all the time, you know. I just I mean like I, you know like when I go to these wrestling shows, like I always have to be on. When I went to Rocket Bro, I was happy because I didn't have to work. And it's like <laughs> fucking Steve wanders all over in his Captain America fucking costume, like oh we're gonna do commentary. I'm like oh cool. Get me to buy the ticket before you put me to fucking work, you monster. <laughs> but I, I know I was at this point I missed IPW. My Bender was a great fucking show. Oh, and of course your match too. Yeah, my match. Your match too. 
against uh, sure fucking, you... uh, Mad Dog Murphy or whatever. Mad Dog Jack. But we'll get to that. Same I'm shit. sure you. I'm sure you got some words about it. So. Yeah, words about everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So IPW had a show yesterday afternoon. Um. Let's get into it. Jay Thunder defeated D'Angelo Steele in what was a hard-hitting um, match. And I don't know how D'Angelo Steele walked out. Is that is that the opener? That was not the opener. It oh, okay, would have move. been. Yeah. But uh, somebody was late. But I'm just going. But I'm going by the list because I can. All right. Fine. Um. Uh, also mentioning Motivational Mike was the host of this. Uh, oh show. yeah. Anything happened uh, in the beginning with him or? He just talked. That's about it. Uh, so not so nothing fun. Yeah, I wasn't so, about to listen to him. So <laughs> he, he, I'm not motivated enough to listen to his ass. Um. So clearly, yeah, Jay, clearly Jay Thunder. Well. Um. This match was semi-main, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. but Jay Thunder got the win with a knockout punch. Lift, okay. Threw him up in the air and bam, got him right in the face. Jay Thunder, um, I'm hoping down the road he gets a title shot because he is cleaning house. Um, EJ Swanson defeated Joey Dalton and became the new holder of the medallion. No shit. Awesome. So it was confirmed that it was for the medallion. And um, now EJ Swanson can cash it in on any champion except for the league champion, obviously. Who was not even there anyway, so go figure. Um, All right. Uh, Workhorses and Muggsy James defeated the Bro Bros, Hot Rod Daddy Andy, and Russell Alba. What do you call you? The Amazing Turtle what? It's Amazing Turtle Mike Brennan. Why the fuck would he say Mike Brennan? Because that's the name of the character. I know, but why not just call you Turtle? I don't call you Mike Brennan. Well, because that was my referee name, too. So I'm pretty sure it was Nubby Jones. Uh, Nubby Jones partially... How many fucking names do you need, bro? Dude, Nubby Jones was a different generation of God damn it. That was then. <clears throat> Where are you entering from? So, okay, um, back in December, the building had a bit of an issue. Okay. And we had, our locker room was in the bar. So their bar, tentatively right now, is in the main area where the show was. Okay, so where the bar was when I was there is okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm looking at this. I'm like, where the fuck are you entering? Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get to that because I'm sure you're gonna want to 
uh, why I went back into the entrance. I am. I, I'm watching this a little bit. I'm not because uh, I don't want to play more out loud. You know, you guys can catch all these shows on. Uh, well, I guess they're on Facebook Live, but I think they also release them on YouTube, right? Um, not necessarily. <laughs> we kind of get them late. Um, they they'll post the thing in the chat, and then we just it's up to us to upload them. But uh, we're hoping that we're hoping in the future we'll get them on YouTube all together. But it takes well, time. You know, Nubsters, not to uh, not to take away from other people's content, but if you get these uh, videos, we can upload them onto JFW for you. We can make a we can make a uh, playlist of turtle fucking matches. I mean, you're a part of the fucking you know product that we're doing here and everything. So if they send you these videos and you send them over to me, I'll get them uploaded onto YouTube for us and make you a uh, turtle playlist on JFW. We'll have to work on that. Yeah, I'm here for you, bro. Well, let's talk about the match card. We're getting too far away. Yeah. All right, so again, the Workhorses and Muggsy James defeated Bro Bros, Hot Rod Daddy, Andy, and Russell all time. Speaking of the work. Who picked, who picked up the win? Was it Muggsy James? It had to have been. I don't remember. Had to have been, right? Fucking had to have been. But, but um, I mentioned this earlier, how you had to hold that thought, right? Yeah, yeah, but who listens to the show? One member of the workhorses listens to our show. The other two don't. And those one of those two said because he doesn't have the time. I have it. <clears throat> one of them says they listen to the show. How often do they listen to the show? He said all the time. And which one is it? Is it the mouth breather? Mikey Peterson. I don't know which one that is. Which one is that? The, uh... Is that the one that comes out and like, flexes his bicep all the time? No, that's DP3. And that's the one who says he doesn't have time? No. He didn't say anything. He just said he doesn't listen. But it was Wade Evans who said that he doesn't have the time. The time. Evans? Mikey Peterson is the one with the must, creepy mustache. Who's the one that does the bicep? That's DP3, Dave West. And he doesn't listen to the show? He doesn't listen to the show. Okay. And so then the one, the one with the creepy mustache, which one is that? Mikey Peterson. And he doesn't listen to the show because he doesn't have time? No, Wade Evans is the one that doesn't because he doesn't have time. Gotcha. Peterson is the one that says he does all the time. Awesome. Let me let me find a picture of the workhorses because keep keep doing what you're doing. I don't want I don't yeah. want to deter you because you know we do got a lot of shit we gotta talk about and we're fifty eight minutes into this, but yeah. right. you keep going, I mean, you keep going. All right, DJ Disaster. Uh, <laughs> More or less defeated Motivation Mike, even though it wasn't much of a match. But um, it was then Russell all-time jumped DJ Disaster. But then DJ Disaster was also um, saved by an unknown person who I thought was EJ Swanson, but I could have been mistaken. All right, all right. So real quick, okay. So the one who does the bicep thing doesn't listen, but said nothing about it. Right. The one with the with the dark hair. Yeah. He does listen or he doesn't listen? He doesn't. That is Wade Evans. He and he's the one that says he, he doesn't listen because he doesn't have time. Yeah. So the one person who listens to our show looks like the weird fucking uncle of the two kids. Exactly. I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, hey, a listen to listen. So, hey, congrats to you, fucking Uncle fucking Hermie. But the other two can fuck themselves. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, Get back to you, bud. Amazing Turtle, which is me. Um, <laughs> defeated Mag Dog Jack. Um, we we were we battled it out in the beginning. We were beating the shit shit out of each other. Um, it was then I used my head. I kind of got distracted just a tad, but then I saw Jack come at me. I just pulled a Samoan Joe and moved out of the way. Um, I, I did but, see that there was some interference happening in this match. Yeah, Greg um, Knight interfered, tried to interfere three times. I went for a swing on that second time, but he, you know, he did his job. He got out of the way, and then I got attacked. But later, I got the win. Um, I knocked him down finally. <laughs> and then um, at the end of the match, I said that it, um, I dropped the baggage. Now I want to get my title shot, so let's go. And hopefully things start moving up for me. Just out of curiosity, too, because uh, I'm looking at the live here uh, just a little bit. When you uh, wipe your feet before you get into the ring... You do that intentionally, or is that a force of habit now? Um, it's actually something you're taught in school. I just didn't know if you did it out of habit or you mentally know what you're doing. Because I know a lot of things that's kind of happen out of habit. I just didn't know if you just. Well, it became a habit. Well, <laughs> the fucking dude just fell out the ring. Oh, hell, I don't, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So it is something they teach you. It, mm-hmm. It's like a respect thing. You wipe your feet before you get in the ring. Yeah. It actually was pointed out to me years ago that I wasn't doing it. When I was, refer, when I was refereeing for PCW, one of the fans called me out on it, and I never knew I wasn't doing it. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, look, look at the genius here, man. Because this dude was propped up against the post, and you, and you know, you're thinking like, "Oh no, we don't run at him. He's gonna duck out of the way." But you knew that, and you pulled him away from it. Good call, bro. Fucking got the uh, Dusty Rose atomic fucking elbow there. God, this fucking guy. What up, man? Look, you're putting him up to the live camera now. Oh hell's well. Anyways, go ahead, Nubby. I'm sorry. I, I can, watch, uh, I can watch your match later. Yeah. Nobody wants to listen to me watch a fucking wrestling match right now. So. I mean, we could do a watch along one day. We should do a watch along one day. I mean, you you were doing that on this freaking show with uh, with the politician crap. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it for the next two episodes too. Because I really want to dive into how fucked up this state is. It is. Politicians bad, are fucked. Right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So far, it's bad. <laughs> Oh yeah. You know, dude. We'll, let's uh, let's get together the top ten matches of fucking turtle, and we'll watch along them. Okay, I, I like that idea. Maybe we'll make a JFW Twitch, and we'll just fucking do, uh, do fucking like indie watch alongs over there or some shit. That'd be cool. Get a, tw- right. get a Twitch account, Nubby. I technically do. I just gotta remember the password. See, you're a tech savvy guy. Figure it out. Yeah. Um, speaking of things, Damian Gray. Um, he defeated TW3, who answered the challenge. Had a which, with, I think so. But I learned a fun fact about TW3. Yeah. Were you at Elite Pro when um, there was a guy who had a golf gimmick? 
sounds familiar. Yeah. Part of the soul, part of the soul touchers, ended up being C Red's um, nephew. Yeah, Thomas Walton the third. Yeah, that's T W three. That's T W three. I just learned. Really? That. That I did not shit. did not did not recognize him without the golf club, and he filled out a little bit, a little bit muscular than before, and yeah, he, now he All remembered right. me, he recognized me. Yeah. I just didn't recognize him, but I heard a conversation he was having, and they were talking about it. So mm-hmm. it, it's pretty interesting. See, Red wasn't there, and yeah. he didn't get to see his nephew, who was, who was evolved. Yeah, good guy though. Good guy all good around. Guy. Very good. Very good guy. Does he listen to the podcast? I did not talk to him about that. How do you not talk to him about that? It was a short conversation. You should be talking to everybody about this, man. I should be. What I got to do? You know, remind me. For the next time I see you, I gotta get you some uh, JFW business cards. Now you tell me. Oh, I've had them forever. I could be at shows, you know, giving them out. What's wrong with you? Oh hell, you know, I got the whole stack. That uh, actually, you know what? Now that I mentioned it, I think I no, yeah, yeah. See, look at that. Well then. Yeah, got uh, a weekly pro wrestling podcast. Got our email, our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram, our YouTube. The uh, website for merchandise, our Patreon, and also it's got that stupid little code thing on the back that they can easily find our website just by clicking on it. Podcast available on iTunes, Google Google Play, Spotify, Podbean. Yeah. Man, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get you a whole stack of these. You should be talking to everyone about our podcast, man. We should be. You know, you know, Max, who, you know, Matt, you know Max Holiday promotes our podcast out when he's at wrestling shows? I never knew that. It's, but it's funny. He doesn't. Oh. <laughs> Maybe well, he will that I said it. I know he listens to the show. That's why he doesn't have to go fuck himself. <laughs> well, here's a funny thing. You mentioned Max Holiday. He was in the main event of IPW. Fuck yeah. How excited was that? Come on. That had been like a fucking like moment for IPW. It was a moment. It was like a WrestleMania moment. Um, he took he took on Beck with Brown. Was it Holiday's first match at IPW? No, he's been there before. Has Beck with Brown been at IPW before? Gotcha. Okay. So um, it was a whiskey on a pole match, which turned into what was going to be a whiskey on a cube match, but ended up being a whiskey in a coffee cup on the uh, side of the post, other side of the post of the ring. But nonetheless, it was still whiskey on a pole. It was technically a pole. We um had some. Sh- shenanigans though because so they both tried to go for the whiskey and they both tasted what we they thought was whiskey now the yeah. rule of the match is the winner who drinks the whiskey first wins the match so they were actually seeing who will win first and they were letting each other do it but guess what there were a bunch of times where it wasn't whiskey the yeah. informational liaison was trying to get this down and um, he went to the bar a bunch of times, and they were thought what they were supposed to be whiskey was not whiskey. First, it was apple juice, apple cider, water. It turned out Sean Danger drank all the whiskey. But Sean Danger did have some left. They finally found some. <laughs> they found some. So after they fought a bit, you know, a lot of shenanigans with that and everything, 
they decided that it could be a draw or they can beat up Sean Danger. I'm hoping that they beat up Sean Danger. Well, no, it, they ended up taking the draw and drinking the whiskey. Ah, those monsters. That's so they, they both drank the whiskey. Um, The pineapple guy was out there, too. I forgot to mention that because he was out there earlier in the show, too. Um, because he ended up getting headbutted after the match, after the match by Beckless Brown. Um, we're hoping that Max Holiday will be taking on Beckless Brown again in the near future. Max Holiday wants it to be a steel cage match. Is that possible in that venue? I think it could be. Yeah. I mean, the cage doesn't have to be super high. I don't see either of them trying to climb out one either, so. True. It was known, or it was said that he'll, they'll give, they'll be given what they want, but there's always a catch. And we all went home after that. Sounds like a good show, man. I hate that I missed it. I really it was do. A- it was a phenomenal show. The fans were totally into it. Um, even the little baby walking around, wanting to beat everybody up. Did you happen to mention to the powers of be about JFW hosting one of their shows? You just say no. Don't act like you're, you're like, you know, I think I did. No, just say no. I don't remember if I did or not. You don't remember? Oh, fucking hell. What the hell? The Mad Dog fucking knock your memory out of your head? What the hell? If he didn't, um, Mike Strong did. (laughs) All right. Let's get through um, some upcoming shows. When's the Um, next uh, IPW? uh, February last Sunday of the month. (laughs) Um, That date is the 26th. February 26th. All right. Um, we got a couple shows coming up. Um, Friday, uh, February third, <coughs> Freelance Wrestling is teaming up with Marist High School's hockey for a special um, charity show for brain cancer. Uh, all proceeds are going to go to the Brain Tumor Foundation. Um, and Again, it's at Marist High School in Chicago slash LSIP because LSIP is pretty much right there. But I guess that where the school is, it's um, Chicago. Um, now, normally I don't announce or uh, promote freelance because they don't, you know, give me anything. But because Craig Mitchell of freelance is running this special event, he's also a coach there. So um, I'm doing this as a favor for him. I've known him for years. Plus, um, what makes it even more special to me is Maris High School is actually the venue of my very first indie show where I met your cousin. Wait, which company? Freelance? Freelance is running at Maris. Yeah. yeah. But I met your cousin at an indie show in that very building where the company was called Midwest Championship Wrestling. Oh, gotcha, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Wait, so you're you're friends with fucking Craig Mitchell? Yes. 
Does he listen to the show? No, but I'm sure he will. Actually. Oh, you motherfucker. He, I'm sure he will after this week when I tell him you know, that I promoted what, his show. You know I told you, him I was going to. You know to. what you need to do, Nubby? You know what, what you need to do? Find tell, him to, tell him to go fuck himself, too? If he's not listening to the show. Craig Mitchell is a fuck. I love Craig Mitchell. I remember watching him at, uh, uh, what was that wrestling company that did, uh, they used to go out of, uh, what the fuck is that? Valparaiso. It's like Pro Wrestling Blitz or some shit. That sound right? No. It has the word Blitz in it. They were in Joliet. And what the fuck was it? It was it was a show on Valpo. I think Craig Mitchell was at. Uh, Fire Pro. No, it wasn't Fire Pro. Was it Fire Pro? IWA. I'll look it. I can look it up. We talked about it one of the shows back in twenty. I think it was seventeen. It was their last show. I think it was in twenty seventeen, and we went to it. Uh, That fucking. Rosebud dude from WWE was at that show. Adam Rose. Uh, but I remember Craig Mitchell fucking being former SCW heavyweight champion. Yeah. And I think he ended up having to uh, forfeit the title because I think he signed with Freelance or something happened where he could where he wrestled exclusively at one place or something like that. I don't know the whole story. Um, I can only get what I get based on being a podcaster or just a podcaster at that time. Um, Oh, I fucking love. I I'm pretty sure I gave that dude a fucking business card. And if he if he says he doesn't know what my show is, then yes, make sure you tell your buddy to go fuck himself. <laughs> but I encourage him to listen to my show because our show is fucking amazing. Yeah. And well, if, uh, yes. if he has if he's associated with freelance, he should be getting us fucking uh, show show information. I think hopefully he'll do it from here on out, but. I'm just doing this for this week because, um, again, very first indie show I ever went to, which started everything, uh-huh. um, was at Marist High School, so a lot of memories there, um, is 4200 West 115th Street. Um, general admissions $20. Um, you can actually get the tickets advanced just by uh, scanning the QR code on the flyer itself at Freelance on Facebook. Uh, they did not list any matches. Uh, I assume they're just going to put them together that day. I mean, it's a charity show anyway. It's for a good cause. Um, doors open at 6 p.m., bell time 7 p.m. Uh, scheduled to appear, GPA, Craig Mitchell, Acid Jazz, The Bang Bros, Storm Grayson, Trevor Outlaw, Isaiah Velasquez, <coughs> Kylie, Kylie Ray, and Mojo McQueen are scheduled to appear. Uh, I'm sure more will be in, possibly announced or just go away and have some fun. It's going to be a great show for a good cause. Yeah, it looks like they got a show next Friday, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I got that out of the way. Uh, we got Powell to talk a little bit to talk about. However, you cannot go to the show if you don't have tickets already. Sold out. Congrats. It's sold out. And guess what? It's not because of Chris Hedford. Of course it's not. Come on now. They never sold out when Chris Hedford was in charge. No, never did. Hell no. Oh, fuck um, no. God, no. Come on now. He knows that. Special. He's no Damien Saint, bro. He's no Damien Saint. 
but he's also not dazzling Donnie, who is the special general manager for this show. Ooh, that's true. They didn't mention that. They didn't announce that the last episode or the last show. Yeah. Yep. But um, I'm just going to go run down the card anyway um, so you can be interested in watching them when they post them. Um, IPA will uh, be defending their tag team championships against Bad Hombre Cartel with Sandra D in their corner. For the Midwest title, you got Kazile taking on Mason Perks. Acid Jazz will be taking on Mateo Valentine. BMI will be taking on the Bone Daddies, which is Trog and um, Moondog Murray. Uh, Scott Spade with his girlfriends Tiny and Mistress Misery will be taking on Chuck's Deluxe. Eric Freedom will be taking on frontman Jay Scutt. And then, now I'm really confused by this. There's a King Keys to the Kingdom Royal Qualifier Battle Royal. Now, I thought they already had this Keys to the Kingdom thing happen. I think it was just a qualifier. But why was it announced that Eric Freedom is the key holder? There's more than one key? I don't know. As far as I know, fucking Hunter Payne still has a fucking key. He's not. There was only two. And he no, cashed them in. No, there's three. There was only two. Okay, so then he lied to me. Whatever, but he said there were three. Because he did, he did one for the POW Championship for Holiday. He did one for the tag titles for IPA. And then he's got one more for the uh, the one um, title Kazal has. No, there was only two. No, three. There were two. There was three. only two. Unless three. I was lied to. Three. One of us is being lied to. I don't even know who I can fucking get in contact right now to fucking prove you're wrong. There were only two. We had this discussion. Pause a second. Pause a second. Pause a second. Let's see if I can make this fucking work. I, I know for a fact this fucker ain't gonna answer, but we'll fucking try it anyways. If he does answer, if he does answer, I'll be fucking impressed. <laughs> He never, he, he never, he never fucking answered me. Who the hell is this? Why are they, why, who are you? I don't know. Ask, ask him if they listen to the podcast. Oh, wait, never mind. I know who that is. I've seen that person before. They listen to the podcast? I don't know them personally, so I don't know. I just happen to see that person. find out. I'm not going to find out yet. This is... This is the kind of partnership I have with SCW. My phone calls will get fucking answered. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's three keys, though. God damn. Well, I tell you, this fucking dude, every time he calls, I got a fucking answer, but God forbid, I fucking call. What's he doing? Oh, it is 7 o'clock. He probably is just finishing, you know, you know, his, oh, that motherfucker. He probably went to bed because he's so fucking old. Anyway, so yeah, that's um that will be part of this weekend. Um, unfortunately, nobody can go because the tickets are sold out. But you can still go to the venue and hang out in the bar and maybe hang out with the wrestlers after. That's so right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that information anyway. It's at T Wood Bar and Grill, ten fifty one North Wooddale Road in Wooddale, Illinois. Tickets are sold out. So just go and have fun. Why not? But if you don't want to go there to have Fun, but you want to see some wrestling? I have something better for you. Very important. It's probably more important than that other shit. 
sorry. I'm not supposed to hate them anymore. Yeah, we're friends now. Come on now. We're friends now. I'd had the conversation with Steve on Saturday. It's like, well, we're friends now. As we explained why, but we are. Um, Rocket Pro Wrestling yeah. returns this Saturday for Cupid Carnage. Are we going to get struck by Cupid? I sure hope so. I'm tired of being alone. Wait, I already got somebody, so I don't need to be struck. Uh, God, I feel so sorry for her. Me too. <laughs> All right. Um, it is uh, 700 Theodore Street in Joliet, Illinois. General mission tickets are $15. Front rows 20 and all at the door only. 4 p.m. Bell, uh, doors. Bell time is 5 p.m. Uh, Want to get into the mask guard? Are you ready for it? I'm as ready as I ever before. I'm ready to you, be wowed. Are you feeling it? Here's here's my thing about these match cards. I don't look for match cards because I'd love to hear them for coming from you. Now, I only know of one match that was made by Damien Saint over on the Power Hour. Oh. So I'm, I'm excited to hear what Damien Saint has put together for this Saturday. That okay. match is fucking gold. It is. Um, well, I guess I should say that I didn't write it down, but I have it in memory. I got to write it down. Um, Maximus O'Ryan, the Intercounty Champion, will be uh, addressing the crowd sometime during the show. Um, all right, let's get into this match card. Brian Crazer of the No Coast, the newly reformed No Coast, will be taking on D.C. Shaw of the other part of No Coast, or as Damian Saint says, the yes Coast. <laughs> uh, of course, Brian will be uh, with uh, Joey Blues and Davison Sarai, their um, therapist. Their yeah, therapist. That's the only word that for that I guess. I don't know. Um, then Trev. <laughs> I can't. Uh, there's no other doc, like doctor name for it. Apparently, psychiatrist. Yeah, that too. Let's go with that. I just don't want to say that word. I, I like therapists better. You could you could you could use the play on words but with uh thera thera bitch. <laughs> I didn't want to be that one. I did it. I haven't met her yet, but I'm sure she's lovely in her own like weird psychotic fucking way. <sighs> she does seem a little psycho. Alright. But she All don't right. listen to our show, so we should be good. She don't listen to the show? No, she don't listen to the show. Oh god, what if I want to be analyzed by her for free? So in, the, in this case, she can go fuck herself. She can 100 go fuck herself. They're a bitch. Uh, DC Shaw will be uh, accompanied by Trevin Wolf. Uh, this match should be good. It's uh, No Coast versus the uh, Yes Coast or East Coast, West Coast, North, South, East, West Coast. I don't know. Coast, coast, coast. <laughs> um, in a fatal four-way, it'll be Shaq Jordan versus the debuting of Diesel Tracks. Yes, sir. That's awesome. That's versus, really awesome. Versus Hot Rod Daddy Andy versus Rockin' Rivera, former Chicagoland champion of Rocket Road. I guess I can say I'm done with that fucking guy. He can go he can go fuck himself because he don't do anything. But what if he listens to the show? He don't listen to our show. 
He's Tell a good guy. How, how are wrestlers not listening to this show? I don't know, and I promote the fuck out of it. Yeah. Well, it's probably because, you know, here's another thing. Here's here's something that really fucking tweaks my nipples. When I when I'm on a when I'm on a group messaging thing with a bunch of fucking SCW people, and you get SCW wrestlers promoting other podcasts to go listen to because they're the best, infuriates me. <laughs> and it shouldn't. It really shouldn't. But it's just like, come on now. It's cool that this guy talked about you. But I also talk about you. I'm not being screenshotted and shared on messages about, oh, you need to go listen to this show. It's like, how dare these fucking people? <sighs> well, um, to be fair, and I'm just thinking logically out of the box here. Yeah, go for it. Why would they want to screenshot um, our show in a chat that we're both in? Nutty, right? But no, it's cool. I mean, it's not like JFW has been pushing and supporting Southland Championship Wrestling since 2017 or anything like that. No. But that's cool. That's cool. I'll continue to keep doing it because uh, I really don't know why. I don't. Well, speaking anyways, of things. Anyways, anyways, go ahead. Um, a member of those damn coyotes, Connor yeah. Hopkins taking on Bucky Collins, who in a way made his debut at Rocket Pro, who, I guess he was the masked man um, attacking Christian Rose lately. So he gets his first match. I guess that's how you get in. You, you attack somebody for a couple months, and then you get a match. But uh, you got there? No. Oh, that's right. No, that's right. You're just bringing them a, a championship. You're gifting them, like, please, sir, take this. I did them a favor. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking grub hub them a fucking belt. Well, I, hey, I defeated an idol. You door-dashed, you door-dashed RPW, a brand new championship. Which we will get to in a little bit. And then you fought for that title. Yes. And then you Uber defeated. Oh, <laughs> Come on, play on words, W. It's funny. Uber defeats. Come on. There we go. Fucking A. Oh, God, I'm hilarious. I hope, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm doing this all for fucking Max Holiday. <laughs> Speaking of those damn coyotes, Verna uh, and DeShane will be taking on the tag team champions again. Of the idols, uh, Damian Gray and Johnny Knight. A rematch from last month after getting screwed over. Yeah, it seems like I, and obviously I've only been, I've only known about what happens at RPW. I mean, we've talked about it for months and months, but my first show was two, two months ago, three months ago, whatever the fuck it was. Um, so it seems like the heat between the Coyotes and the idols are actually starting to grow a little bit more. It, yeah, it's been it's been a thing for a while though. Gotcha. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of heat going on with uh, with the old dude uh, and uh, Steve and all of them. But like, it seems like 
seems like that's separate than what's going on with the rest remaining idols and the coyotes and all that stuff. It kind of seems like they're they're uh, fuck, what the hell's that? They're they're ramping up like they're the way they're doing business at Rocket Pro about out, like lashing out at fucking everybody. I think it's going to bite them in the ass because you can make a couple enemies here and there. But when you start making a couple enemies on top of a couple enemies on top of a couple enemies, then you find yourself outnumbered. It's true. Yeah. See, I write things down, and then I think I forget something. So give me mm-hmm. a second. No, take it time. Yeah, man. okay. All right, got it. I did forget it, but I'm I'm getting to it now. All right. Um, in a hardcore match for the Outer Limits title, it'll be the champion, Outer Limits champion, Gunner Brave, taking on Eric Dillinger. Public enemy number one, Eric Dillinger. I'm, I'm, it's, it's a good match card, bro. Yeah. It gets better and better. Oh, it's only going to get better here because you're going to love this. You have, you will have a special interest in this match because (laughs) it will be undeniable in a six man tag, which is Ryan Matthews, Mm -hmm. Devin August, and Skyler Reed. I assume led by uh, Damian Saint, but I don't want to well, yeah, assume. Don't assume. Yeah, don't not assume, going bro. to assume. Yeah, you know, you know what they say about uh, people who assume, right? No. Yeah, you make a Steve out of you and me. Yeah. <laughs> um, they'll be taking on Aaron Stone, the briefcase holder, uh-huh. and two special partners. Yeah, see, he found partners. And you guys were worried it was going to be a handicap match. Well, it most definitely isn't a handicap match now. See? Because yeah. you're going to love, you are going to love who he, who the partners are. Oh, you know who they are? I know who they are. Yeah, it I was actually, say. it was announced. Oh, it was announced. Share it with me, buddy. It will be Team Whiskey Bent, which is Brandon Blaze. And are you ready? I'm fucking ready. I know. I know it's coming. Max oh, Holiday. Fucking Max fucking Holiday. God, fucking perfect. God, I gotta go hold Damien Saint. I, I forgot to request my front row seat. Oh shit. Oh no. Oh no. I gotta hold Damien Saint. I do. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do it right now. That's exciting. I mean, good for Stone for fucking picking, like, the the elite, pun intended. <laughs> um, it was announced at the show, the last show. Yeah, hey, I had a missed call for fucking uh, Hunter Payne. How about that? It was like a minute after I fucking called him, too. I'm going to try to get him. But anyways, keep talking. Because he won't no. be able to hear you, so. No? No, I keep talking. All right, so it was announced at the last show. Um, it would be Chris Logan versus Flash Harris. We have not seen Flash Harris since he lost the intercounty title to Maximus O'Ryan. Uh, 
Don't forget, he's an idol. Seems like everybody's an idol. I'm not. Can I be an idol? Surprise, you're not. I could be an idol. I mean, you're Damien Saints, boy. I'm sure you can pull some strings. Right? I know people. Is this going to be a phone phone tag type of night? Probably is. But if he doesn't answer this time, then I'm moving on. God, this fucking old man. You know what's weird, though? Okay, so I've been talking to fucking Hunter Payne for going on six years now, and I still don't got those motherfuckers' phone number. <laughs> still trying to fucking call through fucking Facebook Messenger. Oh, hell's bells. Um, no, I don't want to be a fucking idol. I don't know. Fucking people are just fooling themselves. Fuck no. Uh, oh, that's right, right now. I wouldn't mind being undeniable because I know I fucking am, but, you know, what the hell? <laughs> All right, uh, two more matches to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, normally I would save the heavyweight title for the um, main, but I'm going to save a certain match for the main because I think this is more important than anything right now. So. Okay. So <laughs> It's your match card, bro. You, you put it in any order you want. That damn right. My match card, my fucking segment, I am okay. putting myself who's, over. Who's going to yell at you, man? Fucking like, come on now. Come on, yell at Yell at me. Come Yell on. at me. Come on. What are you going to do? Come at me, bro. Come on. Come at me. All right. So, um, in a fatal four-way for the IRPW heavyweight title, it'll be the Chicago Bear Hug, Steve Michaels, versus All Day Marche Rocket, versus the former champion, Christian Rose, versus the current champion in Quinn Whittock. That's awesome. Yeah. Quinn, you know, so we we talked about it uh, last week a little bit about Quinn's uh, appearance on uh, the Power Hour. He's got a huge future. I think actually him being fucking Rocket Pro champion right now is going to fucking benefit that company a lot, like a hundred percent. And you can really thank Damien for that. He's a champion everywhere anyway, so fuck yeah, he deserves to be. All right, um, the last match I'm gonna bring up. Is for the RPW Chicagoland Championship. Mm-hmm. Is Kevin Cade, the champion who just won the championship, along with Roxy Hart and Joey Roth, we taking on <clears throat> me. I'm getting another title shot. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Did you think Damian said? Think for that shit? He knows I'm thankful. I don't need to tell him everything. You should say it. Thank you, Damien Saint. God. You know, I think it has to do with JFW. I think JFW did that shit. Because we talked about it. We, we we encouraged that shit. Fuck yeah. That's right. And I'm going to pull some stuff out of my shell for this match. Some things that I have not done in a while. I... My confidence has been boosted a bit thanks to my match with Mike Strong this past weekend. Um, I think now it's time to finally step up my game. Well, you also got to, you know, figure out, you know, you're you're going to be out there alone, but your opponent won't be. Am I going to be alone? I think so. Are you going to bring out uh, that fucking lush that you were with at the episode of the show I was at? <laughs> what the fuck? You 
You gonna walk out there with fucking, you know, sleepy fucking dwarf? Fucking Steve gonna come out from behind that fucking uh, commentary table and stand in your corner? Come on now, man. I think after what happened last month, I think I have a certain young lady who does commentary might have my back. And my, my shell, if you will. Yeah, I just mentioned Steve. What the fuck? No, not that one. Oh. He can't go no anywhere near Joey Roth, so. I'm pretty sure he can. I think they voided out that fucking uh, restraining order the moment he, uh, you know, went out. I don't know. All, all I know is I just want you to be alone. <clears throat> I pray for you, Nubsters. I do. I hope you do get your champion. I, won't. I hope you win the championship. I guess I can't technically say get it back because you weren't recognized in Rocket Pro as being that champion. And I think right. it's shitty. But, um, hey, man. Fuck yeah. Well, hey, I won't be alone. You'll be there. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta see if I get my front row seat. I don't know this. So this this fucking Facebook message isn't ringing because I had another missed call from fucking Hunter as I was staring at it. It's fantastic. So I don't know if it's even ringing on his fucking end either. But anyway, where's uh where's Damian Saint at? There it is. Uh, you know I'll mess I'll message him later. Actually, yeah, I'll message him later. I want to fucking focus on this. Uh. Is there anything else uh, independent wrestling-wise we need to talk about? Um, No, but uh, next week we'll have the results from these shows, and we will have ARW and Dreamwave to talk about because they have both have shows on February 11th. Excellent. excellent. <clears throat> Guys, I mentioned that SCW's show isn't for another couple weeks, but there is an exciting moment that has uh, come across an opportunity that came across uh, my desk uh, that uh, I feel I can share with you. Um, and as far as I know, as of right now, as I'm saying this, this is definitely booked. It's definitely going to happen. Um, the High Voltage Championship <clears throat> will be put uh, on the line in a match for the first time since uh, Hooks won it at Hallomania back in uh, October. Mm-hmm. And uh, Huey will be defending the championship against none other but a trainee from the Southland School, Johnny Chaos. What? Yeah. What kind of cockamamie bullshit? What? You should be excited, man. The no. title is going to be defended by a high-voltage guy. A trainee from the school is getting a title opportunity against Meat Hooks. For the high voltage championship, his debut match into the business. You gotta be excited for something like that, man. Come on now, right? No. Don't be mad. Don't be upset. This is exciting news. A homegrown talent from Southland Championship Wrestling is going to go after the title that Me Hooks is holding on to that has been holding on to for so long. <clears throat> I'm trying to work it out to where you ref that match. Think of the honors, man. How awesome is that? Don't give me all angry and shit. I got called up and said, hey, think this kid's ready. And I said, yeah. This is exciting news. This is the beginning of the next generation of wrestling, man. Don't worry. I'm still working on your title shot. It's a process. Give it time, baby. 
Give it time. You got time to shot this weekend. You're good. It's a process. <clears throat> I do feel bad that you thought I was talking about you, though. Should have known. Come on, Nubsters. It's, it's, a, it's a good opportunity for a young kid to get into the business, man. And let's face him. let's face it, his first match against Miho, do you think he's gonna win that shit? So we earn opportunities around here. Apparently not. I listen, man, I, I I was I was asked a question by upper management, a yes or no. And to be honest with you, I want that fucking title defended. I fear that if I said no, he wasn't ready, that they weren't going to put that title on. I, just, I, mean, I only have so much responsibility right now because I still got to build myself back up, you know, in the face of my boss, who I love very much because he's a great guy. Don't worry, we're working on you. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, Nubby, I can guarantee you by the end of this year, I will get you in a high-voltage championship match. I make that promise to you. Hmm. Well, good. Sure. Okay. Super. Good for him. him so. <laughs> Is there anything else we got to talk about? I mentioned it earlier before we recorded. Yeah. So, we saw the return of Lacey Evans on SmackDown. We did. And she's getting some backlash because of something she did as a character in professional wrestling, mm-hmm. a heel character. Um, it was on Twitter, obviously, because Twitter is such a cesspool, full of crap of people who think they know shit but don't know shit. Um, she's getting backlash because she went up to what I can assume was a mentally challenged kid, but yeah. could be an adult, but we I. You can't assume no. that it could have been an, an adult just, you know, mentally challenged. Um, I don't feel that she was wrong. Was it? No. Could it be wrong in a way? Sure. In today's world, yeah, it could be mean. But she's a heel. She went up to him and put her hand up and then took it away and, um, you know, ha ha, whatever. Yeah, I couldn't tell what she was saying, but it didn't. It doesn't seem like she said anything. But people were giving her shit because she did that. I'm like, okay, people, when are you fucking people gonna grow up? Uh-huh. Heels are meant to be hated. Was it? Is it easy heat? Sure. I mean, yeah, it's a little mean to do something to someone who's mentally challenged. I get that. But yeah. it's not like she went up to him and called him in the R word. She's, oh, not, no, no. she's not being extremely overly <clears throat> ignorant about it. She went up and put her hand up and took it away. What is the fucking problem, people? Yeah. Roll the fuck up. Get your panties out of your wad. And grow. Just worry about things that are more important in life. Stop uh-huh. going on your Twitter and being part of the problem. Yeah. Lacey Evans did what she thought was going to draw heat, and guess what? It did. 
But here's the funny part. The person that she did it to actually was laughing. Mm -hmm. So the joke's on you people. Stop it. And if you got a problem with what I'm saying right now, you think that she's wrong? Um, I'm going to tell you right now, you can come at me, but I'm just going to tell you how wrong you are. Yeah. So, seriously, just stop so, it. Stop one, being ignorant fucks. The one thing that people got to realize, especially about what she did, uh, you know, people want to look at it like in a negative way. It's like, oh, she, you know, she, you know, mocked or she, you know, messed with a kid who does, I mean, has mental disabilities. But when you look at it from an actual true pro wrestling fan's perspective, is she created a moment for that person that they're going to remember. Exactly. That she, that she acknowledged the person. If it was anybody else, nobody would have cared. But, be, but because it was a, a, a special needs person, I don't know the proper terms. Go ahead, correct me on whatever I'm using wrong. Um, a special needs person, because it was that, all of a sudden people want to develop cancel culture all over again. But if it, if it was somebody else, they all just would just boot her and move the fuck out like it was every other day. But the fact that she chose somebody, just chose a wrestling fan, and made a moment for them that they're going to remember now is a pretty cool fucking thing. And, I, I mean, obviously, Lacey, we know Lacey Evans has kids. You know, we know that she's a mother, and I'm sure, like, every other wrestler in the business, to an extent, I'm not saying every fucking wrestler in the business is you know, a saint or a compassionate person. But when you watch, like, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that has to do with her, is she's very involved in, like, you know, charities and benefits and all this other stuff. Um, and she's actually a decent person and takes time out for her fans when she does. It, it, you got to look at it in the aspects of she created a moment at a pay-per-view with millions of people watching, and she acknowledged somebody that probably wouldn't normally be acknowledged. So it's you know no I I don't see anything wrong with what she did. She was a heel. She did a heel thing. So what? Mm-hmm. Just be just because the person had a certain you know is a certain way, all of a sudden you know you can't include them in that shit. Shame on you people for that. You know what? That's true. Shame on you for you know assuming shit like yeah. that. You're the ones that need need help and. It's funny, someone also commented on that same post on Twitter, Cesspool, um, that they hope that WWE made it right for that person. Why is it WWE's responsibility to make it up to that fan when yeah. that fan left and it wasn't even that big of a deal? It's not no. like I said, she did not make fun of his mental disabilities. It's not like she used a homophobic word or a racial slur. She yeah. put her fucking hand up and took it away and laughed. Yeah. What is yeah. the problem? Yeah. I can understand I can understand people would be in an uproar if like he had a sign and she tore it up, if if she shoved him, knocked something out of his hand. But it wasn't. She did to him what any fucking uncle does to a three year old fucking niece or nephew. Right. It, it is nothing but a way to get a little bit of heat and it makes a again, it makes a moment for somebody. You know, it's like, that's what wrestling do is to make a moment for everybody. But yeah, no, it's, I, I think people who are attacking her for this, I think it's unfair and I think it's idiotic. 
I'm hoping to God that she's not taking it personally, that she's just letting the trolls be trolls. And I'm hoping that WWE isn't going to take an action against it for any fucking reason. You know, I don't think so. I don't see much of it. They shouldn't. Right. If they do, then there's a problem with the business. And again, it's not WWE's responsibility. And okay. And say maybe as a baby face Mm -hmm. and I saw that happen, maybe I'll make it up to him by being the baby face and give him something or just a high, a real high five. And yeah, I'd be using it to my advantage. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'd be taking a little bit of a shot at her. Well, that's because she's yeah. the heel and I'm the baby. You gotta create. You're creating moments, and you're not going yeah. too far with it, people. Gotta work the gimmick. You have you to people. Work the gimmick. You people on Twitter or any other social media, you are the problem. Yeah. Just stop it. Worry about real world problems. That is not a real world problem. That <laughs> is nothing. Boo her all you want because she's playing her character. Do that. But don't go on Twitter and be all fucking, because that's what you sound like, a bunch of, that's all I hear, Henry, because I can't read half the time anyway, so. (laughs) Guys, make sure you do follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching uh, Just Freaking Wrestling Podcast or JFW Podcast. You catch our shows when they are released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, just by searching Just Freaking Wrestling Podcast or JFW Podcast. If you do follow us on iTunes or Spotify, they do give you, or I'm sorry, if you follow us anywhere, make sure you subscribe to us anywhere, but if you do follow us on iTunes or Spotify, please rate and review our podcast, because it does kind of help us in, like, you know, the recommendation parts of podcasts and stuff like that. So uh, please do that. Make sure you follow our uh, YouTube channel. Uh, I would like to get more content put out there when I can. Uh, hopefully uh, here in the near future we start putting together some interviews and stuff with some independent wrestlers we can post up there. Uh, nobody, that's all I got. I believe we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect! As always, I am Travis I am W the Amazing Turtle Palabunga. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.